This is a previously recorded episode. Dum, dum. All right, so to hell with it. Uh, we are going live here at uh, the Michigan Comic Book Expo. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were uh, rolling. We were going to try to run a podcast panel, and what you know, what do you do if you give a podcast panel and nobody shows up? Well, you say to hell with everybody. We you go podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that. That is the beauty. That is the beauty. So uh, yeah, we're here with our remote here, hanging out. We've got uh, Jeremy uh, from the Gooder Guys Show, uh, the uh, other half of Tony Miello, uh, or the other other half of the Gooder Guys, being Tony Miello, who's the one no, behind I'll, I'll this. Be, I'll be the other half of Tony Miello. Yeah, I'm only on beer two. <laughs> Jesus, is, is he the better? Is he the better? <laughs> Oh, you know, so you, you're the little care. spoon, and you know Take you are. Yeah, uh, we got Mike Reiser uh, from uh, the Chasers Lounge. Hello, uh, and then we've got Jeff from the Five Gear Show. Hello, uh, and then we've got uh, Random Bystower at Standard with a Mega Power shirt. Hi, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, name, brother. <laughs> Hi, my name's uh, Brian Robinson. Nice to meet you. All right, bro. Hello, Brian. So, so Michael, what, what was what was your thought when you wanted to do a podcasting panel? Like, where, where did you want that to go? Because clearly, that was not it. No, that that wasn't anywhere close to where where it was supposed to go. Um, <laughs> when you think of you do things on the fly, or um, when you you know start planning something, hope you hope for the best, and you know then you walk well, yeah. into a room and there's a full panel, but there's just there's. There's how many people do we have in there? Maybe four. You know, I thought six. I thought it was organized great, dude. I think you did a great <laughs> job. It was really all the guys knew where to go and where to be, and that was it. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, everybody was. It's all aware. you can really hope for at that. Well, point. you know what it is? There's free pizza somewhere over there. Where? And that's right. what it is. Everybody's at free pizza right. Well, we were now. right by the beer. You no, would we think were. everybody would be would be where the beer. Is. We were by beer and Hulkbuster. <laughs> how was that not like? A, how was that not a sell for everybody? So always next year. Maybe yeah. Or three months from now. <laughs> or what's what's three months from now? Is another con? I don't know. There's probably cons all There's the time. There's cons every month. There's yeah. cons everywhere. But don't you guys feel like uh, like everyone's trying to do a podcast now? Like like every celebrity's got a podcast. Mark Maron's kind of fucked it up for everybody. You know what? Honestly, that that's the good thing about it. I mean, it's so it was okay. So you, it's harder to break into the terrestrial radio scene. Sure. So fine. The internet is. Go find your voice, do your voice, be your voice, do your thing. Right. The hardest part about that, though, is, all right, how do you find your audience? Or more to the point, how does your audience find you? Right. So, I mean, it's it's great to have a voice, but if you're talking to an empty room... <laughs> but I, I, I think the main, <laughs> then the main point, the point? <laughs> of my, the whole the main point of my panel, though, I think I think for this panel was, yes, the podcasting market, it's overcrowded right now. The thing is, though... To be a part of a station or a company like Podcast Detroit, you have a better chance to get your voice heard. Well, no, absolutely. As far as our reach goes. So you think that people people still, yeah, but people still don't know. It's like, but but yeah, but like think the Podcast Detroit, you've been around for how many, this is what, a year year and a bit, right? You've grown exponentially. You've got a lot of great shows on. You've got international shows and things like that happening. I mean, it's like... uh, I mean, but but let's be honest. Anybody with a computer and a, and a mic these days and ten bucks a month can like sit in their be- bedroom and just yell out to the universe. No, they totally can. You know? I mean, and that's so. And, and we do get that question: is okay. So, like, why a studio? Why you know? Why don't I just? Because it's awesome. Well, it's way more fun. <laughs> it's way more fun in well, the but, studio. But so, like, Jimmy McKnight is a great example of that. Like, he was doing his show through Pod Bros, which is all like syndicated content, and he was he was recording it in his house and. He ran into us at Fantasticon when we were set up like this and just got to yakking and talking. And he wanted to come out and check it out. And what he found, I mean, it's a bummer he's not here. He's trapped at work. 
Uh, but his whole thing is that it's easier for him to get guests. Like right. when you have a studio, like it, it, it brings true. a certain level it's, it's of legitimacy to you. you. You know what I like too? I like the fact that I have to be somewhere at like 8.30. Like I like the, yeah. I have Dude, to be... That's why we started that way. Yeah, that's the best. Like, I like right. that. We yeah. always call it our bowling night. Like, we knew we, like, you know, you've got to be there Monday right. night, 9 o'clock, or right. your team calls you an asshole because they lose 10 pins. <laughs> right. And, 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 then you, and then the beer is on you the next week. So, no, like, we needed that structure and cadence, or else it was going to be, oh, yeah, we're doing it in Bob's living room. Eh, you know, I don't really feel like it this week. Let's go ahead and go to the bar. You know, or, uh, you know what, I'm not really feeling it this week. Let's go someplace else. Or, uh, you know what, you know. though? I mean, everybody, like like Mike was saying, everybody can do a podcast, and a lot of people are doing podcasts. But, yeah, who's who's hearing it in some cases? But when you get into right. a network like Podcast Detroit, right. and, and with, with the bells and the whistles and the knowledge and, and the marketing that you guys have... Uh, we all blossom under under the umbrella of podcast Detroit. And I think that a lot of folks, although yeah, they love bro. the fact that they're doing it in the basement and everything, but really, reality, there's so much depth behind there that has to be done so oh. your voice gets out there. Oh, oh. You know? Oh, it's the way station. Oh, hey, what are you oh, doing? Just a drive-by dum-dumming? Oh, you want to sit down? <laughs> you can't just... You, are you, you just stealing candy? Yeah. She just came by to get a mouthful of nerds. These are my nerds. (laughs) 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 What better place than a countdown? (laughs) That's all I need a bell. Are you you picking on you again? This is my life. I don't know. She signed signed psychopath for me, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> you can never have too many nerds in your mouth, I guess. Right. That's 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 the story we're sticking Wait, to. Although apparently one those, uh, went into her lung earlier and almost are, killed her. Those cost so. money. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Other than nerds. We're talking uh, staff, about you. Mouthful of nerds, but we, we'll get past that. Uh, we're, <laughs> no, so we were just talking about like the you know the difference between say you know recording at your house uh, and going out through you know and just publishing it yourself out through SoundCloud or wherever else, right? Um, or like you know dealing with a network and and why a network like you know why. We get that question. Why? Why would I pay you twenty five bucks an hour to do a show? And I'm like, I, you don't have to. It's right. that. That's just. Yeah, we're not paying the mortgage off this. That's about what it costs us. Right. I'm like, but how many places are you going to go that has a fully stocked fridge, kegerator, booze in the freezer, Beer. snacks in the Beer cabinet? No, no, no. <laughs> well, not only that, but you know, for for those who do. Want oh, and the mics in the, the table mics, in the real yeah, side, right? All right. of it. And that, a all lot of times, stuff. a lot of times, you don't want to be inviting people into your home when you have a guest. So you don't want to. I've seen some of your guests. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't want any. I don't want a lot of those people in my home. Oh, that's so nice. We need a studio environment. Because yeah, it, yeah, that's that definitely the studio environment's like pretty kick-ass. It makes you feel like. Like like your show's better, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> we drove, so like we took the bus like up you, on like Thursday, and, and there yeah, was people yeah. didn't want to leave the other. Night, oh, the people were like, "Holy shit, dude! This is like a real thing." I'm like, "Yeah, it's yeah. a real thing." Yeah. They were like, "I'm like, I, I'm not that good with Photoshop. Those are actual photos of the studios." That's <laughs> <laughs> so. No, so Did now, people think you just like went into a random studio, took pictures, and. <laughs> on your own. Right. Yeah. I think so they the do. Put up on the wall and then ran out. <laughs> I think they yeah. do because every time I have new people or new guests or potential hosts uh, coming into the station, they say, oh, this is nice. Oh, you have a full station. Yeah. Well, we're not under the stairs somewhere. I mean, we really right. have a legitimate building with three, with three independent studios. Which is A lot so of my friends insane. still think I do it out of the basement. So I went to a basement environment and um, got completely smoked out by cigarettes. And I was a guest I on can, someone else's podcast. I can guess where you were. I, 
I was completely smoked out by cigarettes, and I was a smoker at the time, and, and really struggled, bad. really struggled to be there as a guest. Yeah, that happens. So, well, uh, that's why you can't smoke in the studio. No, you cannot. But can we talk about the mood lighting for a sec, guys? Oh, oh, you and your friggin' lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy was horribly disappointed uh, when we moved to the new building because uh, the old studio uh, above Activate had a mood lighting uh, m- mood that you could affect. Like if you turn off all the fluorescence, really? there was just some ambient lighting that would kick in. Uh, so he decided that they needed to recreate that. Yeah. So now they run their studio, they run their show in the dark. Uh, with a lamp. lamp. That lamp that's in the corner. Oh, with the Are stain. Really that's where that came lamp. from. Okay. Yes, that, that's, that's where that came from. You got to set the mood. So, so, but also, so part of like, I, you know, I geek out on art. So the lampshade, the reason why I have it and the stain reminds me of, of Julian Schnabel painting. So this guy, this guy makes millions of dollars selling art. It reminds me of one of his paintings. So Okay. We, exactly. we were trying to find the uh, uh, the, the the Mary or the the, the resurgence of uh, Christ or whatever in there. What do they call it? Uh, the, the cheese when they found him in the cheese sandwich or whatever. I'm looking for cheese. Jesus somewhere in the here. I'm, I'm trying to get through it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Mary I get somewhere. It. There, 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 there. That's what I'm working on. I'm, t- I'm a couple beers ahead of you. So. <laughs> I think uh, maybe I'll sign it and we'll just say that's the case. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're live on Facebook. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? So seriously, so guys, giving you the this, is gonna, this is going to be my first wrestling experience. Any recommendations? You're going to okay. Oh, here's yeah. the recommendation: if you sit in the front row, XICW is in the house tonight. XICW is the. I, I told the girls at the front when we came through the door today, and they said, "Oh, podcast Detroit." They saw the shirt, and I said. Yes, but also you have to see this XICW. It's amazing. If you sit in the front row, pay attention because they're coming over the ropes. Their chairs get smashed and people get injured. It's legitimate. And let me tell you, it's very exciting. You, you are going to have a great up. time. You better get up and move out. Oh, when security says get up, yes, get up. Get up. Just follow the instructions. Because they're please. not going to stop because, you know, you're shuffling around. And because you have your nightshades on. Yeah. Right. I walked in and they said, Are you with wrestling or are you with uh, the comics? And I said, Yes. And then, <laughs> then they asked me a few more questions and then I said, then they then they say, "Are you with?" And I'm saying, "Podcast trade." And they go, "Oh, that's all you had to say. That's all you had to say." I walked in, no joke, with the podcast Detroit shirt on because you know, as as a podcast Detroiter, I have to wear our clothes. I represent. You know, we have to. And you wear it well. Well, thank you. So. You you talked well. I I purchased mine. Uh, John Hoffman at Fusion Marketing will make oh, okay. you a shirt in, in whatever color you'd like. I wanted mine in, in beautiful, brilliant black. So I went and just called John because we only had white, and I I want everything yesterday. So call John or get with us at the station. We'll okay. figure it out. But she said, "Oh, you're with Podcast Detroit." I felt famous. <laughs> <laughs> well. She's famous, just, infamous. The red so carpet just appeared, and she started walking in. She didn't the charge me to get in the door. I felt famous. Today. I went to. I, I walked in, <laughs> and Tony was standing behind the table. Tony Milo. Yes. And uh, I walk over to pay because I didn't expect to get in free. So I walk over to the window to pay, and Tony's like, "What are you doing? You're." Get your hand stamp. Get in here. And I'm like, oh, okay. I did I did bring the children, and I did pay for the children, because I always believe that it's proper to, to pay as much for your social events. Is it, no, you, now, you guys, you know, podcast is true. You guys do go to a lot of cons, or I should say we go to a lot of cons mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, different, like, what's, like, the weirdest uh, con thing you've done? I you know you've got done that uh, 
What's it? Pingu or Penguicon? Penguicon. That was um, great. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's actually probably the one that's had the weirdest shit happen. Yeah. That's like if you're not familiar with Penguicon, it started 20 years ago as a Linux conference. The the logo for Linux is, pe- is a penguin. Um, well, but then as it evolved, like people would go, hey, you know what? Yeah, I like Linux and computer stuff, but I also like X and I also like Y and I also and so now you've got a con that takes over the Southfield Weston for a weekend. That's like part computer geek, part cosplay, part Maker Fair, part BDSM, part yeah. role playing, part polyamory, part. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. I've never seen anything like it. So I showed up um, all day Saturday and yeah. then part of Sunday, and there was there was a girl selling roadkill jewelry that she had made. What? Yes. Sounds nice. Yes. Oh, the skulls oh, and the, the boat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. She. <laughs> I rock that. I yeah. want it. You would rock that, Michael. I would, so I, would rock, I rock that. But that's <laughs> something right up my alley. And so I had to stop and ask her her entire process. She has an Etsy page. She goes through a full hygienic process. So I said, well, how do you get your roadkill? She says, people call me. And so she's like the roadkill coroner. Mm-hmm. She goes out and scoops it up processes it in a very humane way, a very clean way. It's dead. What do you mean is humane? Well, she still respects the animal. So, you know... Kumbaya, like <laughs> scraping like kumbaya. <laughs> like making what, Julia? Like, what kind of, yes. She, so she, she had thing got hit by a car. That's what roadkill is, just so you know. So she had like muskrat, vertebrae, yeah. earrings. That's cool. And it, it, that's she weird. She had some that's weird. awesome stuff. That's she like, like I said, raccoon, that, raccoon down, bone that's bracelets. That's the weirdest place we've I did. Yes. That sounds very Hannibal to me. It was great. Very Hannibal. Oh yeah, yes. Like Motor City. Like Motor City is fun, but like so here's like to me the like Motor City Comic Con is marketing, right? Penguicon is content. I mean, there are there are 600 hours of programming tracks in that weekend. You know, about all those different, you know, and it's everything from like you know we we did we did a podcasting panel there that was <laughs> really well attended, um, and but we did, you know we did a bunch of but we, I mean that's you know that's but that, we did our ten commit like Rub we also in. did our IT and the D stuff there like our ten commitments of networking and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean there's. There, I was joking. Yeah, there was two thousand people at that one. Captive Listen, audience. And I'll say this: as far as, as far as panels are concerned, whether there's one person listening, no one listening, or a million listening, we should always speak the same way because someone mm-hmm. will walk by and understand what we're saying. But yeah, so like Motor City, I mean, good. I mean, some of the most fun moments I've had have been at Motor City. I mean, but that's just from the standpoint of like we don't go. Like, we don't care about Stan Lee or, like, William Shatner. Like, we don't care about their A-list people. We go to go get the C&D-list celebrities from the 80s just hammered out of their minds. Um, so, like, we're at the point now where, like, Billy Zabka lets us know when he's coming, when into, coming town. into town. You know, Johnny Lawrence from The Karate Kid. We've got, you know, so we've got, like, so we've got, we've got that rep now that, okay, when you come to town, call Dave and Bob. They'll make sure good things happen. <laughs> Sorry, Big dude. Tiny. I was sending Big Tiny, Tiny. And, from The and Walking Dead loves from, us. Loves us. <laughs> and, and and still will send a hello through, yeah. you know, through a, a message. And I, he knows as soon as he comes into town, he better call one. You, oh, yeah. me, Bob, one of us. So, yeah, Fantasticon, uh, where we met Mike and Ming. Uh, we wound up hanging out. We uh, we went to a place across the street called the Double D, uh, which was not a Ooh, Hooters. Well, I like the name. But it, was, it, it wasn't but it was like no a Hooters. We were, we were horribly disappointed. <laughs> like, we've, it was horribly misleading. But we ate there, and then a couple of people are like, hey, we got to find karaoke. So I fire up the Yelp app, and it says uh, karaoke, and it's a place called Dick Weeds. Oh, That's 0.3 miles away. Oh. 
And so I call, and I'm, and she, girl answers the phone, Weeds. And I'm like, seriously, the bar's name is Dick Weeds. She's like, yeah, the owner's name is Richard Weeds. I'm like, I'll verify that later. It says you have karaoke. She's like, yeah, it starts at 930. I'm like, that's all I need to know. Click, hang up the phone, turn it, guys, mount up. We're going to Dick Weeds. So we go rolling like 30 that's feet not the first time. into this little, <laughs> be the last. I've said that before. We go rolling like 30 deep into this little towny bar in Mount Clemens with like six guys dressed as Ghostbusters, you know, Ming, awesome. you know, Big Tiny from The Walking Dead. I, I think, honestly, the, the the true start to the night was when the karaoke, because the karaoke I was just setting up. And so what happens, but you have Big Tiny uh, from The Walking Dead uh, kicks off the night with Sweet Transvestite. Oh, there you go. From the Rocky Horror Picture (laughs) Show and truly set the mood for the night. And I'm getting pictures in my cell phone while I'm in bed sleeping. Like, where are you? Because you were supposed to be there. I was supposed to be there. That's awesome. (laughs) Good decisions and bad. It's a great choice for a karaoke song. It is. Sweet transvestite. Well, especially if you're unapologetic at a certain size, I think it probably doesn't matter what the hell you do. Oh, no, he just rolled it. Yeah, he's like, like, you got a problem? Amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, but that, that's been really cool, too. Uh, um, part of doing the, the, the whole podcasting thing is, like, having an opportunity to meet people that you admire, people that you respect that do what they do. Yeah. You know, and you get to, like, sort of be like, hey, yeah, yeah like, I've met, like, lots of, like, art people Instead who would of, like, not just, talk you know, to me. Hey, I'm just some random stalker that would like to talk to you. It's a, hey, uh, you know, I'd really like to get you on my podcast yeah. as a guest. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Sounds that much was, better that, that was, way. That was me it for Holly. That better. was me and Holly the other day too. Yeah. When she was yeah, no, you would, no, you might think you played that off. You did not play that off. I played it off. Perfectly. No, you, you really didn't. I, I was great. <laughs> no. I don't you know were, what you're dude, talking you were looking about. at her like Jabba looked at Leia. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's like a there's like a there's there's an ounce of truth to that. <laughs> oh, good grief! But you're you're like you're you're only like ninety percent right. Ten <laughs> oh, percent of it. I have, was... a, I have a drop on here somewhere. It's it's Bob yelling at me, going, "That analogy sucks because it's right." <laughs> uh, no, and, and for me, I mean, sitting at the table with all of you, it's it's surreal for me because like it, two months ago. I was a guest on Karen's show for the right. first time. Right. You, you were. You absolutely. And we. And I tell you what, you were still one of my most fascinating guests in oh, almost well, four you. years of my show. To have Storm Chasers, that was great. I want to have you guys back because it's great. That's well, what's kind of cool about the network. We all have brought kind of a passion. Yep. Everybody brings a passion to their show, whether it be Storm Chasing, uh, in, the, in the art field, in the IT field. Everybody brings a passion in. music. And, and the music. And it really has... It, it, it's really where radio is headed. People, it's oh, all, sure. you're, you know what I'm saying? You can go, and if you tune into art, if you tune into storm yep. chasing, rock and roll, whatever, it's 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 perfect, and the passion is just so evident. Because well, I mean, like, that's the shift that people aren't really getting when it comes to the whole, like, because, I mean, you listen to, listen to any terrestrial radio station, they're all trying to push you to their podcast. Yes. Because they, they're finally starting to understand. They know. Well, kind of like, you know, Sony. Duh. So the '80s, Sony owned the digital portable media market. True. Whether it was you know the Walkman, the Discman, all that kind of stuff. Where did they screw up? They refused to acknowledge the coming of the MP3. GQ, Gavin Quinn. Uh, so then they rapidly tried to play catch up, like five years too late. That's what terrestrial radio is doing now, where they're trying to push you to Play It or iHeartRadio or any of that kind of stuff. Like, guess what, dude? We've already been there for you know we've, we've already been there for three years, right? You know, and so like it's I, I, and people like they're starting to understand it's there's no such thing as must see TV and appointment viewing died with friends, correct? 
it, it truly yep. did. And really? so, you know, we're, we're, we live in a DVR <laughs> world. People want to listen to what they want to listen to, when, when they, they want to listen to, how they want to listen to it. Don't tell me I have to listen to like, we, we knew Monday nights, 9 to 11, when we started was crappy for our demographic, at least what we thought our demographic was. Because we assumed our folks were either going to be A, in a bar, or B, putting the kids to bed. But we knew it was all about the syndication and just getting it out there and getting it, you know, getting it out there after the fact and letting them listen then as they wanted to. And that's what we've heard from like SoundCloud in particular is that our re-engagement rate is really high. People are using us as their morning commute now. You're the morning show. We're like exactly. that's that, so like exactly. that's you know they, they listen to us Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, and then they go off and listen to other stuff. Well, because they get to hear something different. They get to right. listen to your show. It's not like the same content that terrestrial radio has. Hey, they, it's weather and traffic yeah. on the twos. Exactly. <laughs> Today's Mount Rushmore topic. The only thing they can say is boobs and balls. Yeah. Um, What's that? What about balls? What That's all they can say is boobs and balls. So, Brian, we have balls. Brian here at the table with us. He's actually a podcast listener. So I wanted to have you engage a little bit about why you choose podcasts and what it is that draws you to the actual podcast environment. Uh, well, um, as I said, you know, before we went live, you know, I, I'm in the tech industry. You ready? So, what do you want? Um, I listen yeah. to tech podcasts to stay abreast. Vintage, vintage? To see what's I'll going on in the industry. Yeah, that, that's mostly it, and get other ideas and perspectives on where I might want to take my career. So you're not going to get that on a regular radio station? No, I, I wouldn't get that. I mean, nobody's really talking about technology at the extent of you know someone in our industry. Well, or if they are, they're talking like this on like an NPR Allman. channel. <laughs> Right. Today we'll be optimizing SQL Server queries. He can't defend himself. <laughs> Typically, you know, that's not something you know I would hear on FM radio. No, you're right. not. You're gonna hear just you're gonna hear random three minutes of chatter about some hot music song, and hot then music, and then you're gonna hear about a concert. You're gonna hear about a concert right. that's coming up, right. and then you're gonna go to more uh, sixty minute block of music. Right. That's horrible. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. So. <laughs> So that's why I mostly uh, listen to podcasts to stay abreast. What uh, what do you what, what's on your playlist right now? What have, you know? Can you uh, what, um, what have you been I listening listen to? to? Security Bites, um, the, the CNET uh, podcast mostly. Okay. Um, now what's security? What is that security? But what is that? So like I, I like scroll just rolling through our app right now. So we have. Uh, well, there's a live show going on in Studio One. We have the Detroit Beer Press going out on Studio Two stream. Uh, we have Kent and Neil, which is a politics show, going out on Studio Three. You've got us on the remote live broadcast channel. And then you've got the local music channel, which is, yeah, local music 24-7. Right. Find that variety for me. Can't do it, bro. <laughs> No, what, what is what is what is the security? Uh, what is the, the podcast you're listening to now? Where are they at? Uh, well, uh, you're about to. You, you took it. You took a. Uh, you took a chair. <laughs> yeah, security bites podcast. Just mostly talk about uh, any uh, zero day exploits or anything like that. Um, and if there are any preventative. You can grab another chair and pull it up. That's Karen's. Karen's there. Thank you. Stop attacks. So, so you are. So, but you're so you're like you're like you're like finding things now. How do you find the podcast you're listening to? Like generally, um, I would use a. This is a, an old app. It's called Juicer, or I just might just Google search, you know, tech podcast. All right. Well, you definitely. I'd recommend getting SoundCloud. SoundCloud's going to be SoundCloud's good. Yeah, oh. SoundCloud's great. And the Podcast Detroit app. 
you know? Yes, yes. My, Number one. My exposure right? from SoundCloud has been people just uh, shuffling their, their mixtape in front of me. Sure. So. <laughs> Which is all right, Head though. Yeah, that's listen to me. That's a new school mixtape right there. That's, that, yeah. But for those interested in, in becoming a podcaster, yeah, you know, if you're... I wasn't familiar with it being a podcast platform. Absolutely. Yeah. So everything that we do at Podcast Detroit is on SoundCloud Premium. Okay. So we have our station on SoundCloud, and then each of our stations, each of our shows has a page. So it's a really nice uh, experience for when you can just go right into the Podcast Detroit area and choose whatever you want. And we're also on iTunes as well. We're on, And we're on Stitcher yep. and every other platform yeah, that we can be on. It's really... And, and honestly, too, when, when you're trying to get yourself out there and you're, and you're trying to pitch your podcast and you're trying to get guests on, you know, people look at like a iTunes, they look at iTunes as respectable, as a respectable market. Right. So if you can pull up your phone and show everybody, hey, I'm on iTunes, this right. is what I'm doing, yeah. come take a look at it. You know, it's, it's more about, okay, people can go in their basements and they can record there. That's perfectly fine. People yeah. are still, people are going to always do that. Yeah. But when you come to a network like Podcast Detroit, it adds a sense of respectability to you and to your show, which you, is something that you—it's hard to come across. Do you guys? Do you guys ever think that podcasting will totally? Do you think that radio will ever die, or do you yes. think that's going to? I think yes. so. It'll think slow so? Down. I, think, I think so. I think, it may be a ways out, but it's going to happen. I mean, it's 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 already trending. I really. agree. I feel like FM will end up like AM, where you'll have one or two moderately okay stations to listen to because with the technology and the Wi-Fi in the cars now, you know, Buick has all the Wi-Fi in the cars and I've been talking about that for about five years that as soon as all of the vehicle makers put that high-speed Wi-Fi in the vehicles, radio is done because we don't need commercials. We don't... Yeah, but you know what? We still do. We still do commercials once in a while. We do. Or we still talk about, we promote things and still... I mean, there's still that idea of, of a financial, economical standpoint. But there's a difference, though. There never, is, that's never going to die, though. That's right. That, that's that, going to keep going. will never die. Right. But the difference is, we can... Pre- we control our yes, content. Correct. We control our so content. I'm just trying, That's I'm, a big deal. I'm just and trying it's to a figure personal out. feel too. Think about it. Somebody, if a business comes to you and they want you to advertise, they want to advertise with you. It's a personal message that you're sending out. It's not some pre-recorded 20-second drop. You're going to be able to talk about this product. You're going to be able to go ahead. Well, they and come in it. as guests too. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Absolutely. Do. Well, unless their contract disallows, because I had some friends at 89X, and when it came up to show day. They were they were faced with an option to come on my show or lose their jobs. Wow! And I'm just a crappy. So did they, <laughs> so did they come podcast. on your show? Did they come on your show? No, they did not. I, I guess so I'm just I'm just wondering. And the magic of the fact that if podcasting, ta-da! Mike Seven, Josh is here. Hi, Josh. Ta-da, ta-da, Hello, Josh. <laughs> um, no, I guess I'm just wondering. Like, okay, so what is the future of like the inside of an automobile going to look like? It's just going to be a plug-in for your phone. Or some hard, hard line. Will the FM radio ever go away? Will it always be there? That's that's remember what I, remember remember when you couldn't buy a car without a tape deck? Yeah. Remember remember when you couldn't buy a car without an eight track? But do you think that, remember, that, remember, that, remember that, that really sucked? Dude. But do you think I that all I have now, I dude? All I have is a radio only and a USB port and an auxiliary. So the car, which is my car now, but the car before this one was a 2003. I actually paid extra to get a tape deck. Right with the radio because I still had so many cassettes. You paid extra to dumb it down a little. I bit. I totally did. <laughs> yeah. I, I I paid for my archaicness. I, I, right, I was right. super excited. We just we just snagged uh, a '99 Honda Accord. I'm excited about this fine because the tires itself were like 
brand new on this car. Out of the auction for three hundred dollars. Runs wow. clean oil. It was do- no joke. We I just, go, we I just bought it? this car. No. I, yeah. No, we're gonna drive okay. it till it dies. And uh, it has a tape deck. I'm so excited. So so excited. I'll give you five hundred for it. No. Do you I actually think <laughs> I still have all mine? If you would like them, I digitized all of them. But I'm a pack rat, so I don't throw anything away. You got your '80s mixtapes at home? Oh, I totally do. <laughs> Can I have some tapes? Give me some tapes because I have. I still have a lot of my tapes. But not enough to listen to in the house. You know, I, I digitize all my. Yeah. So you guys honestly feel that it, they're just going to stop putting radios in, I, dude? So I mean, look at the connected car. Which hi, welcome to my day job. So look at like what everything that's going on with all of the interoperability with with cars and the whole um, you know driverless cars and all of the all of the technology. So you know, Ford just migrated or is migrating away from the Windows platform to of all things BlackBerry. Yep. Which sounds funny, but BlackBerry is a very secure platform, yes. which is the reason why the if you're in like the U.S. government, you, you can only have a BlackBerry. Period. End of story. Um, and so, like, there's a lot, a lot of cool shit coming. I mean, it's and yes, you are getting to that. Like, look at a Tesla. You know, you're getting to the point where you Tony have Mile, your own you. built-in Wi-Fi in the car. <laughs> so there's no need. Like, you don't have to. You don't even have to tether. Like right now, yeah, I want to listen to a podcast. I Bluetooth tether my phone, and I can listen to whatever I want to listen to. You don't even have to do that in a Tesla. You've got your own built-in Wi-Fi. It goes ahead and grabs whatever you want to grab. And, and is it all it. voice command? Is it that good now where it's all just voice command? Oh, link? oh yeah, link systems? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, now, granted, God. if you get drunk and you start talking like this, it's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't bring the bell. We need bells. So, so here, here's what I think is going to happen. I think that podcast is going to become popular. Cars will change, and then all of a sudden, it's going to become cool again to like have like a, a radio signal and do radio shows. Well, I, mean, I think that I don't think that'll ever go. Away. It's it's an art form. It, it's it, uh, it, it is, but like so. Look at you know the other side of the issue is you know regulatory, and you know so the government agencies, uh, the FCC just held an open auction on some of the lower band spectrums that used to carry like channel 2, channel 4, those kind of things over the air and yet they basically said okay, hey channel 4, if you still want to have your over the air signal, bidding starts at a million dollars. Because you know there are so many things that are clamoring for that airspace. Like what you might start seeing is your bigger your bigger podcast networks throwing right. an antenna signal out there, going well. live, yeah, going you live might, you know, and then, so it's, it's not yeah. just that, you know, so you can tap into that existing technology. Right. is doing is it's taking it back to when it was real because fm am whatever it's too programmed 
it's boring. Right. Basically, and there's boring. rules and regulations. And Detroit, and says right. the guy with an actual history in the medium and knows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, and you know what? But I, you know what? It really, truly, this is where this is where uh, it's more inventive and it's more real and it's more passionate. Dude, we could do what we do on real radio. No, exactly. You well, know, you know, I had an opportunity to sit down with Jay Hudson as a friend of mine, and so I had an opportunity. He was at one of the events at the state or the Fillmore. It, yep. was, it was the state back then. And we were having a conversation, and he completely stopped mid-sentence and said, stop, and pulled his sheet of paper out because it was time for him to go back on the air. There, there is no free yep. flow. It's minute by minute, second by second, and he had a complete sheet of everything he needed to do in you're, all of the hours he was there You're by not the, the boss of me. I can't live that life. I, I can't live <laughs> I, that I, life. I can't. No. So I, here's, here's my question to all of you. How does podcasting become bigger than uh, terrestrial radio? In some ways, it already already is. Uh, It becomes larger because you create the unique experience for your listeners. So as soon as you find your market, you've already superseded terrestrial radio. Well, honestly, like one of the things that I think was fascinating, like one of the you know call them watershed moments, whatever else, defining moment, dude. When President Obama went on Marin's WTF podcast. That like instantly gave cred to the entire podcasting industry as a whole, sure because it made a whole lot of people go, "A, a what? He's, right. he's on a, he's on a, a what? the pod people? What? <laughs> you know?" And so, like, but that that opened that whole this whole genre to a, a, like a realm of people that had no idea what the hell right. it was before that. Right. It's coming, baby. Well, no, because I, mean, like, I look at like here. so like ne- like two weeks from now is a prime example. Two weeks from now, we are doing a home and home on our show, IT and the D, with the guys from Internet Advisor on WJR. They love coming on our show because they get to like cut loose, have some beer, life's great, and like and we just ramble until we ramble. We hate going on their show, <laughs> but I mean we do it because we love them because it's like they ask us a question, we get like. Two minutes into an answer in the whole conversation, and you start hearing jazz music in your headphones. So it's time to go to commercial, and you can't drink. Yeah, you know what? Podcast- That's horrible. Podcast- no, so we go get bombed for Sounds like two like hours prison. before we walk into the Fisher Building. We're like, "Hey, we're here." <laughs> Internet advisor show. It's podcasting is just, it's just like reality TV. People like their their content with the pimples. Mm-hmm. They like yes. the pimples and yep. the ticks. They're all there, and that's what podcasting and majority has. Yeah, because like I said, there are, there are there are two schools of thought with it. I mean, and 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 it, neither one is wrong. I mean, it, if it works for you, great. But like you've got like us, I don't edit hardly anything out of our shows. Um, you know, I it's you know the, mu- the music clips and away and boom and off it goes. Except for when my engineer you know puts music over us talking. Oh then, no! See, I have to have Dave out. edit. I have to have Dave edit when I forget to hit lock talk because I'm a human person and do it probably every flipping show. You're not a human person. <laughs> Come on. Human. Or you know when people give their real address on the air and phone number. That, that happened. Wanna- <laughs> yes, they did. So t- tune into the corner with Kehab. So yeah. So speaking yes. of phone numbers, uh, really want to congratulate Tony Maiello on putting on such a great event. Yes. Yeah, if you want to give him a call, reach him at 313. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to tell me no. Otherwise, uh, I well, would say more. Mike. Tony's right there. He has permission. He's but yeah, so I mean, hey, it's... Hey, Tony. You know, it, I'm going to tell I mean, people your cell phone to call you for tickets, okay? He's not even listening. He, he, he's probably just going to read out a random... Come on, sure. come on here. He was going to give out your cell phone number to buy tickets for the XYZW show. All right, so we're here at the Motor City... Or Motor City... Hi, everybody. Michigan Comic Book Expo. We're live. Yeah. He was about to call you Motor City Comic Con. He was. I he, heard him. He was. He was about to do it. And I would have punched him in his mouth. 
<laughs> Tony, how's it? Tony, how's everything been going, man? Uh, everything's been been steady. Uh, not bad. We've been uh, issue free, which I like. I don't like having to uh, put out too many fires. So um, people seem to be enjoying themselves. And uh, I have a, I had a problem earlier. You know, I mean, more more yeah. cons should have the heels. Here. Two tables over, right here. Yeah, I second. They that. called me a blueberry. And, um, be- and, and they're Buckeye fans. They call oh, me yeah? a blueberry. So you, you know, it's because you're wearing that ugly it's, hat. It's, I'm wearing uh, you're in wine dot, and your W's upside down, dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm, I'm a rail splitter, so I don't I don't know what you're talking about. We were just saying that you're, you've put on a great event here today, and oh, thank the- you. I uh, you know I I had a lot of help from. Uh, uh, the guys over at Joe's Hamburgers and uh, Jay Ray's Barbecue, uh, you know, organizing all this stuff. Uh, they were great. I love partners. when Tony talks; his uh, accent comes out. <laughs> well, that's 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 what he talks his accent. That's so, they, they were great. They were great partners to have for for something like this. And uh, I think uh, we we worked really hard to try to do the city proud and put on a an event that uh, was unique, uh, especially for for Wine Dot. Uh, there's never been an event like this down here. Uh, so yeah, just uh, wait know. for about another three hours. Was that? Just wait for about another three hours. Oh yeah! Once once uh, <laughs> attack at the yak with the XICW starts, it's going to be off the off the hook. I tell you so what, you know, as artists a, have said, man, artists have said that they've been really enjoying themselves, man. Well, that's you know that's good. I always I always like putting on events that that people can have fun at. I don't want it to be just uh, them doing their 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 job. I want them to come and, and enjoy. Hi, welcome doing to my table what they by do. my book. Was I welcome to my table. Yeah, by my it dog. shouldn't be like that. It should. It should be fun. I'll tell you this. I, I know that there's fun quicker, being right? had out there because louder. I have louder. my 14 year old and my nine year old are out there spending gobs of money well, on great. comics and good. art. Oh. So Everybody should be spending gobs of money. Make these people happy. They're having a great time. This is a really good. But no, coming today. from I grew up 10 minutes from here in Lincoln Park, and we never had anything down here like this. And you know, for it to be here for this, you know, for this kind of environment and this kind of event, I think it's great for the Down River area. Well, you know, Michael the- wants to have your baby. That's yeah, so you know. Yeah, that's I fine. He, I, I would have fun impregnating him. Um, well, I'm not no, as far as, uh, as, far as that, right? you, I did. Oh yeah, you can't that's, say that's, that, that is, on terrestrial That's real tame radio. compared to the things I say. <laughs> if this was ninety-seven point one, that wasn't the flu right there. So you couldn't hear that on FM. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're right. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, if you, more, if you want to hear more gems like that come out of my mouth, you should be listening to the Good Guy shows Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Yes, which is also an. And if you want show. updates on on the, on the love child that we're going to make, listen to the Chancers <laughs> on Fridays at eight. And then when you hear and about I'll the take, breakup, I'll take pictures <laughs> on Five Gears. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, the, and then you'll hear about the breakup on the corner with Cab on Monday nights. It's going to be. A soap opera amongst the, the different uh, podcast shows. So I'm going to call in next hey, Wednesday and ask you to bring me home pickles and ice cream. <laughs> Tony, next next Wednesday, expect a call from me for pickles and ice cream. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, I got to get back to work, guys. Thank you for your uh, hard thanks work. For, thanks for coming down. Thank you know. Thanks for setting up and and thanks for doing all this hard work and, and podcasting life here. Uh, I, I really appreciate uh, Podcast Detroit being a part of this, and I appreciate all you guys coming down and uh, you know taking the time out of your out of your weekend to be here. So uh, I just want to let you know I appreciate microphone. it. <laughs> 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 Tony Mello is jumping. See, and this oh. is where the technology would really uh, help. The podcasting is going to get better because we're going to start to include video as we oh. expand. And so what? I had that meeting yesterday. So what you all missed was. Jeremy feeding no, Tony the microphone. No, nothing happened. Oh. No, and, you know what? And if the video was Plausible here, you would have seen it. People, people call Tony my work wife or my work whatever. Your work boyfriend? Work, 
husband or whatever. Work bitch. What, no, like work no, life. not bit, but yeah, but he's more like my work like like side piece. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that's how passionate him and I are. Like it's like my side piece. You know? it's, it's still new and real enough. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, you yeah. notice how he said that after Tony left too. You guys uh, always do seem like you're knows. on a honeymoon. You you have that day. That great play. Time. Give it a you few years play. and they'll be crabbing like Dave and Bob from IT in the D. That's so a, such unless, a unless, unless Jeremy's out of town when Tony's like, just don't answer Skype. It's it's Jeremy calling. Just don't. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. So the one thing I'm gonna miss on Wednesday nights is when you two walk in and Tony walks into the Studio One and he walks in and he goes, oh, hell no, 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 no. It's just too hot in here. Just too hot. <laughs> well, you know what? Doing it. He's going to grow a pair. He's going to grow a pair. He's a tough New Yorker. He's going to grow. But you know what? It's not that bad. He's just, you know what? Just give him something to Well, see, on Monday about. nights, I have a different feeling in Studio Three. It's freezing and I'm in there like Nanook uh, so, of the North. Well, you know. You guys go, it's you just guys like David Letterman three? used yeah. to keep the uh, studio we, nice and cold for his day. female like guests. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's we what, what we do doing. with Karen. So we, we just keep it doing. nice and cool for a reason, Karen. But now, so but the plan is so we're oh. right again. Just wait till video. And the password is nipple. <laughs> the password is nipple. So, bing. The turkey's done in Studio Three. Pay no mind to the high beams. By the way, by the way, tried to get a massage menu um, at the massage parlor. Next, were you, to the, were you denied? Uh, it was closed. Oh, oh. yeah, dude. See, that's why. Skeptical Dave is skeptical. Yeah, like I get they're it. they're open at odd irregular hours. I I find the little. What's their phone number? We'll call them on our show. Uh, they won't be there. Well, because we guess, work odd hours on our show. Yeah. Ten o'clock at night is right around when we start calling. No, no, like they're there for like two hours in the morning, and then like three hours in the afternoon. And then, like an hour in the early evening, and then really? they're gone. Like it's weird. Like it's you can't just, put a schedule on a happy ending. There's exact. Yeah, there's a weird, <laughs> just Jack Shack vibe about the entire thing. At that, at that building in front of us, I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Anyways, I try to get a menu from there. But so we're going to be there for another what? Eight months. You know, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, the game. Well, no, we've only been in the building now for five, five six weeks. weeks. The game plan was. Has like, it been really that short? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dude, and we've gone from like 40 shows to almost 70. Almost 70 shows. <laughs> in like five or six weeks. And we're going to be bringing Again, out a couple migraines. more. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the game plan was like 12 to 16 months uh, while the other building is getting built out. Because, um, yeah, total gut job. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to be nice to kind of old Voltron back together and have activate as our green room and all that kind of stuff. How did, how, did the, uh, how did the thing go on? Uh, oh, Thursday night? Yeah. Awesome. I texted you, dude. I was trying to figure out if you guys were I was not paying. I was... Drunk. Well, I know you're. You I didn't not show paying up. attention to my I'm, phone. I, I was, didn't show up. Did you, did you guys go to that? Jeff saw me. I was. Yes, yeah, so I was there early when I saw him undrunk, and yeah. then I saw him later when he was. When we went up to the studio, definitely feeling was, no pain. Josh, you go to that thing? No, I didn't go to. This. I went to the last one. I went to the last one, and so the podcast meetups are actually fantastic. So Podcast Detroit teams up with Activate Gaming, which is our station affiliate, yep. and we get everyone together. It's free of charge. We do them what quarterly. Usually right yeah, around we're kind of sporadically every couple, every couple months. Um, where if you're interested in or you know whatever Bob or- feels like a date is really really important and then decides we should schedule it then and then he's in freaking Mexico when that date happens. Of course, <laughs> yeah. There's, so that's that's so, that, so Bob's next vacation is when the next one will be. Okay, I'm perfect. sure. Yeah. But so, you want but you want to say too, Karen, that um, you don't have to wait for that podcaster meetup. You can get. 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we do have our website, which is podcastdetroit.com. If you're ever interested in doing a yeah, show, we have an entire page dedicated to you on our show. Uh, you can always reach out to Dave at Dave at podcastdetroit.com or myself, Karen, at podcastdetroit.com for any show. Or, you know, MILF at podcastdetroit.com. As I'm gathering up all... <laughs> As I'm gathering up emails for the panel, Karen sends this email. Oh, there it is. That's awesome. And sends the email, milf at podcastdetroit.com. And I just, I couldn't even say anything because well, I'm like, I mean, Jess is any comment that I at podcastdetroit.com. <laughs> well, gee, I wonder why. I'm like, I couldn't say a word. The whole, the whole email thread just went loopy as soon as I put milf at podcastdetroit.com. No, it's Jeremy started, put about 20. It started before 20 that. It started before that. I, was in a, I, I don't know where I was, but like my phone exploded and I was I have a couple examples here. I'll pull it up. This is what happens when you have Dave and Bob in charge. So any of the women at Podcast Detroit, in which they love us all, they do not harass or abuse us unless we ask for it. Unless we ask for it, which we do daily. Uh, But we all have these great emails and really tight-fitting shirts. (laughs) You wanted a large? Oh, we got an extra small for you. So here's a baby doll. (laughs) It's a Here's your podcast shirts. Detroit bikini top. <laughs> I would wear one. I would wear one. You know, I will order one. Everywhere. <laughs> I'll let you. I like can the I come triangle on, version. Can I come back on your show then? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, but seriously, so it is, I mean, there's a lot of dudes doing podcasts, a podcast trip. There's also, there's a lot of like female shows too. Dude, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like, there we're is. getting better and better and better from a diversity standpoint. Right. Like, we've got a lot of women around shows that are happening now. We've got a lot of folks, uh, whether black, Latino, other, because like, uh, who was it? It was uh, Toya from the Oh But Wait show. Yes. Who like asked straight up, she's like, so you have a lot of diversity on your network. And I'm like, well, eh, not as much as we would like. I'm like, but here's the thing. We don't want to be the old boy. We don't, don't want to be like the white guys podcast network. Like right. it's, it's not intentional. Just people haven't reached out to us that are running those kind of shows yet. Yes, please come in. And so, and actually, since then, we've had um, the Cocktails and Conversations ladies. Better who are health. Friggin' phenomenal start. Um, Calvin's got his show up Leading and running questions. now. Leading Questions with Calvin yeah. Moore. Um, uh, it's just so much cool uh, shit going on. The health on. show, which remains. She's yeah. new on Tuesdays in yep. the middle of the day. And, you know, very, and that was one of her concerns as well. Um, being with Podcast Detroit. Photo. Photo op. Sorry. Smile. Being did you with- see how she paused there? She was. Oh, and she even did the whole head cock. <laughs> Not my first rodeo. Being with Podcast Detroit. So one of the concerns that Tremaine had was that she's a new podcaster. Uh, she was doing things on her own. She was with a different network, but it wasn't as diverse as she needed. And so, and being a female, that was one of her concerns. And so she came over on Tuesdays, and she is loving it. She said, I can't believe the amount of diversity we have on the station. Uh-huh. Yeah, she really, she's really <laughs> enjoying it. And then we also have um, a girl who's going to be coming over who owns a radio network. Right. Uh, and she's going to be bringing her show to Podcast Detroit. And now she's probably going to be... Gee, that <laughs> sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? It does. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I think it was 14. 14, I think. Um, but she's she she has people all over the world. So like one of her engineers in Sri Lanka. And one of them. Oh my god! <laughs> Candy on my titties. Do with the dum dums. <laughs> but so uh, bold. Uh, Kim Smith at Bold Network is going to be coming over as well. Because wait, wait. She throw them over there. Stephanie from the away station will come by and she'll do a drive by and just pick up all those suckers. So you oh. come over there. 
she's actually coming to our station because of the diversity, because of of the Can listening experience that? that that she had. <laughs> your dum dums and titties. Yeah, I got all my dum dums and my titties. Can I take a picture of that? I've so already, Kim, I'm sorry. I, while I've we talk about you I've, coming over to the I've station already, uh, at the end of the year. But so she's actually coming to the station because of the diversity and because of what we're doing here in and around the local area. And she owns the station herself. So that should say something about what we can do over at Podcast Detroit. So I'm, I'm going to share dumb all dumbs dumbs and tatas. And what and Jeff, I actually these are going to go live on my page right now. <laughs> Candies and titties. And <laughs> Yeah, here no, we go. But no, what's super cool about doing the podcast thing is the fact that I can talk about Julian Schnabel and some of his finer work. Then I can talk about like you know getting wasted uh, and also being uh, you know fart jokes. And, like that's yes. kind of like it doesn't matter, you know. It doesn't matter. You can talk about and create what you want to create on your show. And that's I think that's one of the that's one of the things I enjoy now. Was there like a podcast for you guys that really inspired you to want to do this? There wasn't one that actually inspired me to do it, but what happened was um, I was actually working in the flyer. Like in 2007, 2008, I had a small flyer company. And then so I ended up starting dating someone who was doing his own little podcast, and it was pretty awesome. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. So then we started to build a station, and I was doing all the back-end stuff, the booking. Was that the Russell Industrial? It was at the Russell Industrial, yes. Are you okay with this? I'm fine with that. Okay. Dum-dums and tatas on the five-year show. I have Batman bikinis out there. It's Uh, okay. Jeff, can you you send me that, by the way? I can. can, (laughs) Thank you. There's not enough titty to be in the spank bank, you guys. Really. There's a whole t-shirt covering it. If if you could have seen the look Karen gave me after I said that, it was just like, I will kill you. you. And also the fact that maybe, you know, you encouraged the spank bank to happen with your tits. Well, we all have one. We all have a spank bank, even us women. And if we say we don't, we lie. Is that true? It's we true. all have the go-tos. We all have a go-to. Yes. Mine is brunette women. You mean imagination? You have to use. <laughs> you mean you have to use my imagination? <laughs> I think. I think uh, everybody was silent because they were either picturing it or they were trying to process it. <laughs> I'm still. I'm trying to send it to you, Mike. I'm oh, right. just like. <laughs> but so no, there was no. There was not Slowly. one podcast, but uh, someone that I've really looked to. That's a local podcaster that I really have enjoyed over the years has been just talking with Sam, and he's been a small podcast. Him and his wife, our husband, husband and wife team. He's the host, but they talk to people all over the world, and they have actually monetized it. They have a ton of sponsors. So when I actually started watching what Sam was doing, it was a huge inspiration as to what I could do. It was like the the limits were endless, and he's doing just a small time. So when I signed on to actually be at a station, I thought this was fantastic because we That's have cool. all of this equipment. Yeah. Oh, thanks, dude. Karen, you do Thank have you, a Dave. sexy little corner on Monday nights. I do have a very sexy corner you do. on Monday nights. You do. That's her corner, too. The K-Hub. It's yes, your and we have a lot of fun on the show, and that's the one thing people have asked over the course of the years. Would I ever consider moving into something terrestrial? Nope. Never. Be- you can't do it. Can't do it. I don't have the freedom, and the one thing right. that I really like is to be able to sit and engage with my guests, and, and, and for them to, at the end of each show, say, this has been the most fun I've ever had. You'd have to be such a good writer, like, if you did like a terrestrial thing, you'd be, like, apologizing all the time. Writing press releases. I'm really sorry. I said that thing I said. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to have like a PR firm on full retainer <laughs> and like nine lawyers, especially with Karen show. Oh, and lunacy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Right. 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 I mean, it's gotten so bad. Oh, I mean, and and we're respectful of all of the things What's we up, have to be respectful of. However, 
<laughs> we say a lot of things that would make people's heart want to stop. I think I talked about in one episode serial killers and drowning someone in a bathtub all in the same Yay. sentence. Yes, so, Jeff, so I got tune the into the cave. And <laughs> no I just problem. I just want to let you know, Dave, I forwarded that picture to you that Jeff sent me. So Oh, well, Dave. <laughs> Dum dums and tatas. Uh, yeah, dum dums and tatas. So Dave loves well, to welcome make. Welcome to our new page background photo. Yes, <laughs> if you. <laughs> have- <laughs> If you do decide to I figure it that he is networking Detroit one beer at a time. I think Podcast you know what Detroit's tagline I could be dum dums and tatas. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to? You guys should get Ricky oh, Steamboat on here. Oh, that's what we needed. With, thanks for the diabetic coma. That's exactly what we needed. We have chocolate now. Hershey Kisses. Holy crap! So I'm not a wrestling guy, but d- Ricky that's, Steamboat that's looks Ricky, amazing. That's Ricky the Dragon Scheme. So I Steamboat. saw him in Philly at the ECW reunion show when he actually like got here. in the ring. Ask if he wants to come on the show. I'll I'll, I'll move up. Oh, I'll do it. I'll, I will literally ask him. So we do have some XICW here in the house tonight. Doors are at, what, 6 o'clock? It's $10? Yes. Yep. So you can't get them online. Okay. Now. You have to get them at the door. So here's, photos, here's what I always so tell I'm people. This is what XICW has taught me over the last few years. I don't like wrestling. I don't. I'm a, I'm a, I, but I like what XICW does. Because do to too. me, like, WWE is a soap opera for dudes who would never admit they watch soap operas. Right. I watch that. Ring of Honor, those to. guys take themselves way too effing seriously. I like wrestling. I, I disagree. I think it's the fan base who takes themselves a little bit too serious. I agree, In Ring Ryan. of Honor? Ring of Honor fan base. Not so much... You can't... You could never look a Ring of Honor fan in their face and be like, I don't respect okay. the code of honor. So really? here's how we almost... Or actually, I almost got killed at a Ring of Honor event. So okay. Matt Taven came out Matt Taven, two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And, here's, and, and funny funny side story. Okay. Uh, so he came out, like the hair was big and all that stuff, and he's throwing the guy around the ring, and he says, you know, do you even know who you're in the ring with? My first reaction, I yell out, Pauly Shore. <laughs> yeah, you were that guy. <laughs> you were that guy. <laughs> so you were there for that. Yes. So Brian, the our- whole ring, the, like the whole arena got Quiet. <laughs> God, so, real Okay, so wait. Quiet. We need to hear about this. <laughs> what, what did Ricky Steve say? Oh, my God. That was hilarious. So, like, people got, like, gave me the death stare. And I'm like, what? And then, thank God, because we know truth. Right. Thank God, right. truth runs over to the booth. And he's like, I had no idea Polly Shore was that over. <laughs> and, like, so the whole entire, Polly Shore, Polly Shore. And I'm like, I'm not dying. Yes. <laughs> Those are hecklers, you know. Those, are, I mean, they, they should be able to take that. I, I say it's the fan base. But here's the funny thing: Have you been to Ring of Honor in Dearborn since then? Plenty of times. Have you seen Matt Taven's hair? Yes. It's always up now. Yes. He never wears it down anymore. No, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's more so the fan base than, than anything. You know, a lot, a lot of people, I think they they just forget about what it means to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. You know. Um, I admit that I, you know I didn't like WWE for for a while, but I got back into it because of Ring of Honor. Okay. And I was a hardcore Ring of Honor fan. Screw everything that WWE did. But at the same time, you know I, I forgot what it meant to be a wrestling fan. To be you know this is entertainment. You know? Right. These are this is showmanship. Yeah, I'm going to respect it as as a sport to a certain extent, but. It could be silly, and then that's when the, the fan base. So, and to me, like that, and to, so like that's where I was going with that is like so that's why I like XI. So like XICW right. has a little bit of the steer- serious stuff. It's right. got the ladies matches. It's got a little bit of the overtop stuff, like Willie Watts and some of that stuff going on. It's got you know, it, it's got a little bit of everything. So no matter what you might be into, 
if you can't find something at an XICW event to like at least go, you know what? Might not have been a failure of the whole entire thing, but damn, that one match was outstanding. I agree. It, this would be kill my, yourself. This would be my <laughs> third show. The last show I went to, and I'm probably dating myself here, was the um, Samoa Joe Rhino match. Uh, best in Detroit 10, okay? Because yep. yep. we did it before NXT. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I was like, I saw these guys before. I saw these guys live. And I want to say before that, it was Alex Shelley and uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Oh God, yeah, that was like a what, like BID three or four, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I enjoy, enjoy the product. You know, I, it, it's cool. So, but there's I mean, just there are some things that you get from Ring of Honor that you're not going to get from the WWE. Right. I mean, right. You, you have. I don't think you would ever see Jay Lethal go to the WWE and have the kind of reign he's had as world champion. It's it's yeah. it's literally impossible yeah. for for that to happen. And but that's. But isn't that the same discussion we were just having about podcasting versus terrestrial radio? It, it, You've it got really more fits. freedom in the indie realm than you do in that pro, allegedly polished in the storylines written for you. Yet it, I mean, it's right. in the indie in the indie realm. People or promoters are going to look at what their fans are saying more so than what the WWE is going to do. I mean, you're going to have you have a fan base right now in Ring of Honor that adore Jay Lethal for the reign right. that he's had. Right. I mean, there's some people that will look at you and they will say, Jay Lethal is better than any any wrestler on the WWE roster right now. And they, they full-heartedly believe yeah. that. And it's We've had him at a best true. in Detroit. He's not bad. <laughs> he's okay, right? <laughs> he's all right. No, nothing good. special. I'm not going to lie. He, does, he does, like, does some amazing shit in the reign that I was like, God damn. Well, so if you look at... Um, Actually, Malcolm Monroe three, yeah. uh, you know DBA's son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If he would put on, if he would bulk up yeah. and put on about fifty pounds, he wrestles very similarly to Jay Lethal. Yeah. I'm, well, we but I think I think what's hooked me right now. I've, I'm a, I'm a lifelong WWE fan. Yeah. So I mean, I've, I watch the product every week, you know, without fail. I think for what what does it for me now is somebody like Finn Balor, and that's for me watching Finn from start and start to where he is now. It's been uh, it's been awesome. I think Finn is going to carry the company well. Where he's going to fill in the gap, in my opinion, to to what uh, Daniel Bryan had left behind. No, I think he's going to fill the gap in for what John's leaving behind. John Cena. I, I think that. I think that's Roman Reigns' job. <laughs> I, not anymore. It's not Roman Reigns' job. He's okay. Roman Reigns went from WWE World Heavyweight Champion uh, two months ago to yeah. suspended. To now mid carding SummerSlam with Rusev for the United States title. Yeah, but he, the, it, the Roman Reigns experiment isn't over. It's taking no, a break. No, but no, he'll, no, no, it's not there, over. He, no. I, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, he, that there's people, there's brass that think that he's they're still punishing he's him the next right guy. Still. Well, they're still punishing him right now. Right. I mean, you go, you, you're pinned two times back to back nights. You lose. Oh, no, clean yeah, he did D- the job. You, you lose clean to Dean Ambrose at Battleground. Okay, that's fine. That was a message to Roman Reigns. I did not expect Roman Reigns to go to Raw the next night because I was banking on it being it being Rollins and Reigns at SummerSlam. Right. So when Finn Balor debuts, wins his Fatal Four Way, like when the main event starts and Finn's walking to the ring, I'm just like, can we just get this over with? Can Roman just win so I can like you know be done with this? And then Finn wins and does the job clean. Roman does, and it's just to me, it's like. It, That's a real mess. It definitely was a, it, and it was a. I, I have to say, you know, I I host a wrestling show, so I need to, and 
to watch Raw to know what's going on. Right. I mean, we cover other stuff besides WWE, but we we cover WWE. You kind of have to. It's you know, it's right. it's How the did big. You guys show react down. to Finn Finn going over Roman clean like that. Uh, so that's what I yeah that's that's what I was just about to say. It's like um, they're definitely. It makes me feel like all the new era talk that they're actually serious about it. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised he won the Ladies Fatal Four Way. The floor will be closing for the show in about 30 minutes. Oh. Yeah. About 30 minutes left to check. There's only 30 minutes left of this uh, Michigan Comic Con right here. And then we're going to go to XICW. So. Yes. Are you going to XICW? No, I'm not. I have to fit. I actually stopped everything I'm doing. I've been moving for the past week. So oh, okay. I'm up to my eyeballs and boxes and drove an hour to come and play today with Podcast Detroit. So. Uh, I, I'm unfortunate. Oh, is that Josh Mavado down there? Yeah. Yep. What's up, Josh Mavado? <laughs> uh, He's very excited today. So I'll continue I, I, on with your wrestling. Uh, yeah. You yeah. have to. You have to watch WWE. Well, no. So I, I was just saying that, like, it it makes me feel like they're serious, and like, so obviously, like, they're building. They're you know from the moment the draft happens that they're right. they're gonna build. Reigns, or not Reigns, but Balor to be a star on the main roster. So he needs to win his first match. I wasn't as surprised that he won the Fatal 4-Way, but I was surprised that he went over Reigns clean. Well, compare what what Reigns is going through to what Triple H was going through before. All right, so be prepared. Uh, Jimmy Cox is going to hop on a mic when he comes back in. (laughs) Who's hopping on? Well, if you want to just cut this segment off and release it as a title review, that's fine. (laughs) Basically, what I'm saying was, you know, what... You know, if you remember, Lovato, like back in the 90s, down here? Uh, Triple H, you know, he, he was jobbing out for a little while before he got to that main event status because, you know, he pissed off Vince. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So, I mean, it's the same thing is, is happening to Rain. Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't actually, I don't see that. Roman from day one, when Roman debuts with Seth and Dean yeah. at Survivor Series in 2011, it's it's nothing yeah, like. 2011. It's been a few years, yeah. For me, it's it's not. I don't. I don't actually. I won't buy that. There's any comparison to what Triple H in in his early days is was to what Roman in his early st- early days were. Roman, Dean, and Seth as the Shield. First month, they came in, tore the house down at TLC, had the match of the year almost. Well, with, I think what all he's saying is that like when I, I, when, get, I get his comparison. Yeah. I just I think that there's been such a. A rocket stuck to the back of Roman Reigns' ass since he debuted. That it's hard to look at him and compare him to anybody previously because when you when he walks in the door, he has this aura to him. You can see when he walks out, it's complete. You know, you know he looks like a star, and they've seen that from day one. They didn't always see that with Triple H, and they you know there's other people that they didn't see that with, but with you know like John Cena at first, but with Roman it's been from day one, and him getting suspended really kind of probably took. Yeah, them took them aback a little bit because they put so much stock into Roman. I mean, you you had a WrestleMania 32 that um, was star depleted, and you you main evented Roman Reigns and Triple H when Shane McMahon and the Undertaker probably should have went on last. But you you believed in Roman Reigns so much that you stuck Roman out in the main event, and he got booed in front of hundred thousand people. I mean, this whole experiment's going to continue after he's well, done it's, his time. It's, it's so ridiculous to me because it's it's literally. It's it. We've seen it time and time again. Like, The Rock is a perfect example of if it's not working, turn him heel. Exactly, That's and a it good works. Example. 
The Rock wouldn't be The Rock without that heel turn. And then nope. he became the biggest thing. I mean, he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I have to say this. Before. Hold on. Before we go on there. Bootios! They make sure you ain't booty. They have a guy walking by in a Bootios shirt. Exactly. I just yelled Bootios really loud. Due to the shirt. Yeah. Oh, overall, how do you feel? And you, and, you actually, and you actually can pick up Bootios cereal at an FYE near you. For twelve ninety nine, I'm oh, gonna go buy. Did you, did you, I'm buying mine. I'm gonna hopefully buy mine tomorrow. Okay. So Overall, by the way, we need to have you on the top rope review at some point. Anytime. I actually asked earlier, how do I get on the top rope review? Talk to me. How do you feel about <laughs> Hold on. the new era? I'm, I mean, I feel like it started pretty well. We the one thing that I'm worried about is I think I think SmackDown has a very uh, obvious lack of roster depth. Do you, do you think it's a little bit like the ruthless aggression era? That's, that's the vibe I'm getting that's, right now. That's that's kind of a harsh I mean, comparison. Yeah, SmackDown yeah. in that era I, I was bad. I, I, I mean, bad in a good aggression? way. No, it was bad in a good way. I mean, oh, okay. I, okay, that that SmackDown era, you had Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle. Uh, you know, I don't want to say that name out loud, but I guess I had to. Kurt Angle, Edge, Rey Mysterio, oh, Brock the 2000s. Lesnar. That was yeah. some of the best yeah. wrestling yeah. ever. Smackdown was, there, there was, was a there period was a of time where SmackDown was, was the B- A show. I mean, it was. Yeah, it oh, was. no. And that was because hey, of Paul Heyman. When people yeah. say 10 years ago, I still think they mean 1996. <sighs> That's because you're old. I do, too. But back then, we had things like Glow. Do you guys remember... You're too young. <laughs> Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yes. Yeah. I used to watch that. I mean, that was it was hot. That on like midnight. No, except I, that big one. What was I her name? Bertha. It. And she wore the pink Bertha Faye. Yeah. Yeah. She used to smoke I'm everyone. That, I'm not that young. <laughs> Bertha Faye. Um, what was her name? Uh, she was uh, Ivory. She was I finally, a, yeah. after a long period of time of not getting it right. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. So I think they have a, a Netflix documentary of Glow. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Did anyone else watch the Jake the Snake documentary? Oh, yeah. Did you cry? It's so good. I cried. It's so good. You don't even I cried. have to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, you really it's don't. So good. They've got a chic best documentary ever. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is really good. Now I actually have a book um, by Chris Jericho about being number one and, and rising to the top, and he writes it, and it's all about wrestling. But I'll tell you what, it, it's been the best. So he book actually I've ever has read. three books. Yeah, Jericho yeah. does. He, they're and they're all really good. But they're go, all I'm sorry. Go ahead. I shouldn't have cut you off. I don't read very much. That's okay. You can so, borrow them. I have them. I have one of them, so I don't know which one. I'll check it when I get home. I would love to read the other two because yeah. one of the things that I've learned from the wrestlers is that they're constant motivators. No matter what troublesome things are happening, they're always right. rising to the challenge, building to the top. And, and the book that I read from Jericho was about wrestling, but absolutely helped me in my professional career. Right. So, you know, I, I definitely think that people should take a, take a, a good look at the wrestling you know, yeah. I'm glad Dave isn't here because Holly Ogden just walked by and I didn't want to hear a job of the hut comment. So. <laughs> Is that why you don't stopped call, talking don't for a second? Zip it, Riser. No, I'm, not, I'm not afraid. You just walked <laughs> by. Listen, we're at the 109 mark. Listen back about a minute. Okay. <laughs> Holly, Holly Ogden just walked by and I was like, thank God Dave wasn't sitting right here. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> Let me go get her. So uh, the thing I wanted to say before we before I forget and it gets buried is a few minutes ago uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat walked by. Oh yeah. And so I appro- I approached him to to come sit on the show for a second, and his handler very quickly got in my face and was like, "No, you know we have a signing." And I, I said, "Okay, yeah, you know I just you're walking by. I figured I'd ask." And he's and he he puts his arm around me, he slaps me on the chest, and he says, "You wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known if you hadn't asked." So I'm glad you asked. Like the dragon, classic the dragon trap. Uh, he yeah. chopped you. 
choppy? Not really. Okay. But can you? This, can he has he he has a um, a reputation of being like a, a really nice guy, and it, and it was he. Well, he and took, for what it's worth, it's likely contractual that he can't. Oh no, I know. Like, no, none of those WWE. Yeah, exactly. He he acknowledged yeah. you, so that's yeah. No, he took the time to he, his handler tried to wash me away, and, his, <laughs> and he took the time to say, "Oh no, yeah, Back thanks up, for son. asking." His like, handler. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they are. And you're gonna turn, tune into to top rope review to hear all about handlers and. <laughs> well, that's a segment for your show on Sundays. The handlers. The handlers. <laughs> no, we've run, we've run into a lot of uh, people that their handlers won't let us talk to them, like uh, Sergeant yeah, Slaughter. Have, have the, I would assume they'd have to be the bad guys because those guys, you know, but like, you know, people are everyone's trying to make some money, man. Well, I'm just talking about con handlers, like the the person that's working for the his like his little oh, stooge that's walking around with him. Yeah, I'm still looking down there, like we're looking down for this handler right now. It's like Josh wants to go down and give him a pile driver. No, nah, I'm good. I had my I had my Ricky Steamboat moment. So I'm good. So this is like really cool. This is like Little America right here. We're inside a small arena. Yak Arena. Bears. 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 Yeah. So this this building is where I uh, where my high school graduation was. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like this is like small town, but I mean you know you've got this beer. It's quaint. <laughs> so we actually had a liaison from Spex Howard School of Broadcasting stop by and say to me, you guys are everywhere. Mm-hmm. We are everywhere. Even the little like Yak Arena in Wyandotte. Which is great. I think it's fantastic. We're everywhere. We are legion. <laughs> <laughs> like, you hear stories about, about things starting off in small places. Right. That's right. When this show blows up and is crazy five years from now, we can all say we were there, and now they won't even give us press passes. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. XICW is amazing. I tell you what, my kids love it. If you are coming out to tonight's show and you're sitting in the first three rows all the way around the ring, make sure that you are following instructions, listening to security. If they tell you get out of your seat and move, please do so because we're not liable for anything. Yep. Oh, nice. I'm actually I'm debating on staying. I, I I haven't really decided yet, but I really want to. The kids are pissed. They want to stay, no, and we have obligations. These two guys right next to us, the Ohio's for Killers guys, and their shirt on. They're actually a sponsor for uh, Top Rope Review. They're a clothing company. Yeah, Scarlet and Graves. Guys, is our lead they sponsor. called me blueberries. Or they called me a blueberry earlier, and they made fun of my hat. So, <laughs> well, he's wearing Ohio State. Uh, Go Buckeyes. Uh, um, Whoa, what? Go Buckeyes. Pack, so. No. Go Buckeyes. No. Yes. No, yeah. hail to the victors, okay? No, hail to Ann Arbor. We fuck. Yeah. I'm Michigan <laughs> grad. I want to know the last <laughs> time we won. Why are we calling ourselves victors? But anyway. <laughs> um, so. It's so, almost football season, you're, anyways. Your American football is like politics to me. And if you don't agree with American football, you should just not say it. Really yes. Oh, they do. It's it, really funny. People get more upset over football than Christ. You know what? So I get sucked into going to one game a year, and and it's tradition. We've been doing this for like ten years now, 
And every year, by halftime, I am the drunk guy that's passed out on the Jumbotron. <laughs> In the Red Wings jersey. So Because it's a Lions game. Why wouldn't I wear a Red Wings jersey? So every year, I try and go to one game, and I'm the one September that... September 18th is the game, by the way. September 18th. If you can get tickets for that game, that's, that's, the, that's the game. Okay. Then I will make it a goal to get tickets for that game. What I will promise to not do that game is break both ankles like I did at one of the Lions games at the same time. Yikes. Yeah. How did you do that? Uh, you know what? I was very excited and had we pre-gamed for a little while and I was a larger girl and I was trying to be pleasant. It was actually, I believe that I was the Lions curse um, back in December. It was actually December 23rd of 07, the last game versus Kansas City Chiefs and the, okay. and, and the Lions. The last game we won before going 0-16. Oh, no, hold uh, on. Let me stop you. You had nothing to do with the curse, yeah, by the way. I don't know. I cursed <laughs> them. Nothing. I don't know. I fell up. Fell up. Yeah, that was just a giant bucket of suck of their own making. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but... That Lions team That Lions team was cursed from week one, so... That was a pretty it wasn't, team. They weren't cursed. They were well, blessed. Well, they were phenomenal in the preseason. Of course All they were. They were <laughs> because they play like the Super Bowl every preseason. We'll see what they do this but year. But don't you think they get to a point, uh, maybe two-thirds through the th- season, and they're thinking, well, we might as well just lose the rest of them, right? I mean, if really, they were I mean, smart, you're not going to be known for much unless you lose all. 16, no, I, I don't right? think they do that because here's what they would do: if they were smart, they would stop winning at the point that they need to be number one in the draft pick. So here's what they do: is they play so shoddy that half of their games are good, and then they give themselves a crappy draft pick. So it's like they win just enough to continue just, to suck in the draft. Yes. So if they would just straight up yeah, lose, they would have great draft picks. Just lose. They can't even win without sucking things up. <laughs> No. 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 50 years Not of the Detroit Lions don't. history Not says here. no. No. So, nope. As long as you're the Lions. People love the Lions. Dude, I love the Lions crap. so much. I have an Iron Maiden t-shirt dedicated to the Detroit Lions. Yes, bought, bought for me by uh, Jerry Walker from the Metal Jukebox. It is the Iron Maiden man with a big uh, middle finger wearing a Lions hat. Yes, it well, is. See, it, because it, I'm a Lions fan. I don't care if they win or lose. And you guys talk about, well, if they, if they lose all their games... They, they would get good draft picks, but you have to have a general manager who knows how to make good draft picks in the first Isn't place, that too. that the truth? Yeah, yeah. So that, that is that's the, the other. That's another thing that's been plaguing them but for you a while. What do you, you, think, what do you think about to. now? <laughs> what do you think about now, though? What do you think they're doing now? I'm a hockey <laughs> fan, so I don't really know. So you don't but, really give a shit now? <laughs> they're getting cheerleaders See, I'm, now. I'm a, I'm a diehard I'm NFL there. fan. So. What time? They are. We're, we're watching cheerleaders. Finally, after all of these years. We're getting cheerleaders. We, we should have had cheerleaders several years ago. No, the Lions had cheerleaders. If you There's a pre-party... Across the street from Ford Field, at those, a little, those are not Lions they're, cheerleaders. They're, they're like they were like a version. They're of the, the Prideettes or whatever the yeah, hell they what are. Were they? What, what, what? Yeah, that was. <laughs> I got one for Mike. Mike, you were at Bazooki. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You guys remember for the global of- listeners, Bazooki <laughs> is a titty club in Greek Town. <laughs> now, see, when I was there, though, I got to do the Cupid Shuffle with the Lions cheerleaders, or what they called the Lions cheerleaders at the time. That's so. called a lap dance. <laughs> But okay. Wait, I thought that twenty dollars was just like a tip or something like that. I, I didn't think it was. Wow. All right. <laughs> right. I'm thrifty. I'm so yes, yeah, so the Lions were just diehard fans. It doesn't matter if we win yeah, or lose. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's Detroit. We're you know it's we're hardcore in Detroit. We love our Detroit. We love our things. I'm a fan. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. Year. I'm a fan every year. This year is going to be the year. I, I believe it. It's football. I couldn't. Matt care. Stafford's finally going to learn how to no. not sidearm all the time. So he here's, sucks. Here's my theory, no. and, I, and I've had this. So I truly believe 
that the reason why like hockey hasn't caught on in America the way that like the NFL and and baseball and and basketball have is so football, baseball, and basketball all have a flurry of activity followed by like a stop. Like you have dribble, dribble, dunk, stop. You have throw. You have you like pitch, swing, either hit or strike, whatever. And, and, but stop and then reset. Football, you have a flurry of activity for like eight seconds and then stop. Hockey, dude, I've watched games where like there's ten minutes without a whistle. And yes. and you can't stop watching because shit happens in the middle of that game. And so, but as Americans, we are such crack-addled ADHD monkeys yeah. that we can't pay attention to something for 10 minutes. We can't keep up. No. No. Americans I, can't I keep up. And I truly believe that's why hockey hasn't caught on. You know what? I disagree. I used to be a huge hockey fan. Huge ho- OHL. Traveled all over to watch the OHL hockey through Canada. Going over to Windsor to the barn to watch Spitfire games. Going down to the Joe when the Junior Wings were the Junior Wings, not the Whalers. I loved hockey. I loved the NHL until they put in a shootout and changed right. the rules. That I quit watching hockey. Well, and I was fine with the shootout until it actually had an impact on playoff standings. <laughs> yes. Like that's, it does. They change the, the rules. You have something that helps people get into the playoffs that doesn't appear in the playoffs. Right. What's the point? Hockey is a great sport. And, and I'll say this. Hockey is fast moving. It's a great sport. It's hard. But I can't keep up. <laughs> they need. They need to bring back that the laser puck that they used to have on the, oh, Fox. Oh, the yellow puck! My dad loved the, the laser yeah. puck. The glow puck. Well, no, no. Well, for the elderly people like my dad. Well, and I shouldn't even call him elderly, but he has a, he has a hard time seeing the puck. So that the laser puck was a great idea for Fox. So watch it on uh, CBC. I, I got into hockey as a kid because I lived in Detroit, and it was like, huh, Tigers suck. Well, in uh, Becky, Lions, they have Barry Sanders, best player 90, in the NFL. From 97 Suck. to like, 2002, it was hard not to be a Red Wings fan. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, there was it was impossible. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, well they had I the mean, best team would, that money could buy. Right. Exactly. They, they, like Hall, they, they won, they won the Stanley anyway. Cup in 97. I mean, yep. that was huge. You know, so. you know what, though? Either way, win or lose, whatever sport it is, Detroit fans really are pretty passionate. I, I, know, I know I keep going back to that. It's but, true. But win or lose, uh, we really dig our sports Absolutely. teams. Absolutely. We do. We've, you know, been win or lose. We've been waiting since 84 for a World Series. I love the Tigers, and I'm going to see another one before I die. No, Red Wings right right now. Lions quarterback. Worst two jobs in history. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, yeah, we tune in every year. Every year. I, I'll, say, I'll say right here, I'm a Matt Stafford fan. I really believe that Matt Stafford is the best Yikes. Lions quarterback He's a child that has and come he... across this team in 30 years. Well, that's not really He freezes though. under no. pressure. Plays the piano. <laughs> no, that was Joey Harrington. Joey oh, Harrington like played the condemnation. You know what? I like Matt Stafford, but the problem with Matt Stafford I'm is calling that him out. He we've, plays we've the seen piano. him progress over, over the few years that he's been with Detroit. And I do like Stafford. I will say that I do like Stafford. I feel like he has a lot of potential, but the problem is, is when he's in a hot situation, he lays down. And, and last year was a different example because he ran the ball more. He made a lot more solid decisions in his playing. But now in preseason, he's not showing up. He's, he's making bad this decisions. This year this year will be Stafford's year or not. And you'll know if he's worth a damn because they are putting some weight in no, front of him. But I no agree. Calvin, See, and the thing is, though. No, well, you know, Detroit we can do it without this, Calvin. You have this warped view of Matthew Stafford. I guarantee you right now, if you if if this was any other if if Matt Stafford was oh, to be the traded, Lions cut him, he'd be signed tomorrow. If, if he Absolutely. was to be, he's a he's worth a he's worth a first round draft pick still. They are There's going no to team put in the NFL that wouldn't take Matthew. They're going to put some Matt meat Stafford. in front of him, and this will be the year that he either has it or it doesn't work. You watch. This will be the year, and I believe he'll do well. 
But I think they're going to finally put something in front of him where he has time to make the decisions. He has a point to prove. He has Absolutely. There's no, there's no Calvin this year. And the thing is, people think that Stafford's success is handcuffed to Calvin. I, uh, oh no, Dave no, is talking not. to Holly. I tell you right what. Now. I tell you oh, what. No. I, yeah, we lost him. The Holly. Holly oh, came in. We lost him right now. I tell you what. Uh, I love Calvin Johnson, but we are going to be a better and less predictable team without him. Exactly. I agree 100% because it seems like everyone relies on Johnson to make the plays, and it's not Calvin Johnson's show. So I think that now right. that we don't have him, we'll have a moment to regroup and recollect, and, and maybe Stafford will be making a lot better throws to the receivers. We'll see. We'll definitely see. <laughs> Dave, I hate you. <laughs> hey. I know I don't. Want to come sit down with us? We're still live. We have six Absolutely. minutes. We have well, six minutes. I, I don't know. Are we, are we held to the six-minute rule? Are we can, I'm sure we can watch everybody take well, everything I'm down. leaving, so you guys do whatever the heck you want to do. K-Hub out. K-Hub's out. So <laughs> thank you for staying tuned to Podcast Detroit. Uh, we are live from Wyandotte from the Yak Recreational Center, where XICW will come up next at 6 K-Hub. p.m. K-Hub. K-Hub, yes. Monday nights. Monday nights. Yes. And then uh, Five Gears Wednesdays. Thursdays. I Thursdays. was on Wednesdays. You were on Wednesdays. You're it's on Thursdays. It's okay. Thursdays. We'll I have 70 out. shows to keep up with now. Remember when we just had like 14? Tune yeah. in to K-Hub on Monday nights. And tune in to Five Gears on Thursdays. Mondays, 8 to 10. Mondays, 8 to I am. Oh, yeah, and you're Wednesdays. No, I'm not anymore. What are you now? I uh, Fridays uh, from 8 to 9 now. Oh, you're after uh, after Steve, yes. uh, who has uh, Macomb County Scanner. So. Nice to see you. We have, a, we have a great lineup at Podcast Detroit, so just make sure that you hit the Schedules tab on the app or the website. You can get everything Oh, I that forgot the way station's need. coming up. Oh, yeah, the way station is coming up. At 5 o'clock. At 5 o'clock. So we do have to get out of here. We do have to get out of here, so we're going to go ahead and sign off. <laughs> Stephanie's, <laughs> Stephanie's like, get off. In four minutes. So, yeah, you should stay and listen to the Are you going to do, do your show live here, Stephanie? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Am, am, I allowed to, am I allowed to stay and observe? Absolutely. Okay. For those who aren't exactly sure now, tell them what's going to be playing soon live. Your show? Well, my show is The Way Station. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so, you guys have been on the station for quite some time now. Uh, January, yeah. We Yay. You. We love having you. So, all right. Well, we, we're going to sign off here for a few minutes. So, I'm K Hub. Uh, station manager and from the corner with K-Hub. We've got uh, Jeff from Five Gears. We've got Michael Reiser from Chase One. And we've got Stephanie, which will be on next right here at Podcast Detroit. We'll be back short. Oh, Josh, I'm sorry. Josh. Josh from Top Rope Review. I didn't even see you standing there. I'm such a dude. I, he looks I, I so, peeked he looks back so in to get the plug. That's all I wanted to. <laughs> this is a previously recorded episode.